little bookmark. <laughs> beautiful book. Absolutely beautiful. Hello, this is Sophie Lawson from sophielawson.com and this is episode 75 of the So Free Art podcast, which is a little podcast that I do about the art and teens. <laughs> and this is episode 75, which means it's a celebratory episode. And to celebrate, we're going to do nothing. <laughs> it's quite funny. But little Dennis is here, and if you go on to youtube.com slash Sophie Lawson, you can watch this podcast as a video. And I'm not sure how I'm going to do this, but today's episode, I'm going to be taking a look at this book, which is called Steal Like an Artist by Austin Cleon. Cleon. And this book is amazing. So I haven't structured this video. I'm not going to structure this video. It's going to be a very random jumping about all over the book, really. But I think it might be quite good like that. (laughs) And then in the future, maybe I'll do a proper structured review of it. But that's basically what I'm going to do. There is a little thing to celebrate. So last month on the little newsletter, I gave away an issue of Graphite magazine, issue number 10, which is an amazing issue. But the person who won it, I don't think they checked their emails. I did email them, but they didn't like reply to any of the emails. So after 28 days, it gets put into like into oblivion or something. <laughs> but what I'm going to do is I'm going to give this away on this episode. So if you want this magazine, and it is really a beautiful magazine, like if you're into art, just if you're into looking at art or how to get better. This is a beautiful magazine. So if you want to get this magazine, all you've got to do, you'll get a fresh copy, which is over there. All you've got to do is just leave a message anywhere on either the video in the comments. Send me an email at sophielawson.com slash contact or sophie at sophielawson.com. Just say that I want the magazine. And what I'll do is next week, if anyone's left a message... Then I'll pull out a random name. Well, Dennis will pull out a random person to win it. If nobody leaves a message, I'll just keep running it until somebody does. So I don't expect to get lots of messages. So if you really do want this magazine, I would say just put your name in because you'll probably get it. (laughs) It's quite funny because there's um, like a a little audience. Yeah, not many people leave messages, so you'll have a good chance of winning that and I think you will love it so that's basically that I think it's time to get into the episode so I'm going to be looking at this book which is Steal Like an Artist by Austin Cleon 10 Things Nobody Told You About Being Creative he's also got a second book which is called Show Your Work 10 Ways to Share Your Creativity and Get Discovered by Austin Cleon I haven't read that one, but what I did was this week I had like a massive journey up to Brighton and back. So when I got to Brighton, I I was sat in the tr- in the bus station for about an hour and a half, two hours. It was two hours, and I managed to read this book from front to back, whilst at the same time taking notes. So this is a very easy book to read. Very like it's not gonna take ages to read it but I've wrote it down here somewhere it's one of these books I feel like you could read a million times and still keep getting stuff out of it so I'll have a look at the book in a minute properly but what I'm going to do is I've wrote some little notes down here so I'm just going to I'm just going to basically read out what I've said about this book and then take it from there so what I've put is I've said this is going to be a very organic video, not structured. What I said was, this is a super simple book, but it's super inspiring. Because the whole book is in black and white. The whole book is just black and white. There's no 
<laughs> There's a little bookmark there. One of my Sophie Lawson bookmarks. Dee -dee -dee. <laughs> but like I said, it's a very simple book. And that is what makes it, I think, so beautiful. It's got little images dotted about throughout the book. But they're very just, like I said, simple. And the chapters, it's just like a big black page with white text. So the whole book is black and white. Yeah, super simple, but super inspiring. And that's the main thing about that book, really. This is why I think it's it'd be a really good book to keep reading. Yeah, I've, I've said here, I think every artist should read this book. I think every artist should read this book. And I said multiple times a year. My my goal is to read this book every... At least once a year, I'm going to get this book out and read it. Because it's such a quick read. It's like you could just read it in a, in a day sort of thing. But I came away from it thinking, wow, he makes it sound so simple to be creative and stuff. Because it is. <laughs> so I'll talk about that in a minute. But I've put it here... A lot of things I thought were bad, he say he says is positive. Yeah, like he says, obscurity is obscurity, like not having many people looking at your work and stuff is actually a positive because it means you can do anything. And Sean McCabe on Sean West, there's a couple times I'm going to talk about Sean McCabe because he's he mentioned once that like when you haven't got say many people leaving likes and stuff on your work say on instagram you really want to get more likes but then when you get more likes you're gonna he said you're gonna sometimes wish you didn't have as many likes because when you get when you have loads of likes and stuff there's gonna be a sort of a pressure there and that's what he talks about here he says when you haven't got like obscurity you can basically do whatever you want but the thing is i think even when you have got a lot of likes and stuff I think you can still do whatever you want. It's just you you start believing you can't because I've got a little bit of a little bit of that that I can relate to is well even now I'm going through it because on my little newsletter I'm in the process of I've even created little images in here. I'm in the process of turning it into fully focused on art. And there's a little bit of me that's like, oh <laughs> I've got eighty people on that little newsletter which isn't amazing but i'm very grateful grateful <laughs> very grateful i always say that whenever i eat a grape i always say i'm very grateful <laughs> i'm very grateful for the 80 people and the thing is i think if i turn it into all art are those people going to not like it so that i can totally relate to what that feels like i can sort of relate to both of them in it which is quite nice so he talks about that. He says obscurity is is actually a positive thing. He says being alone a lot, that's a really good thing. Having multiple passions, he says is a really good thing. So I've been struggling with this for probably a year or so. I've been trying to focus on one thing like my art. But at the same time, I've been wanting to do my lucid dreaming, take photos and stuff. Well, he says it's good to have mul multiple passions and he was also saying, like, don't try to force them together. Let them be separate. He, In the book, he talks about how share your dots with the world, but don't try to connect them. So, like, that is just so inspiring because I think, yeah, instead of me trying to put lucid dreaming into my art and stuff, I can talk about lucid dreaming and then also talk about art separately, but they will come together in the end. And he talks about that in here, which I'll go into in a minute. He also says about, oh yeah, the day job. This is, again, something else that Sean McCabe said. He said, what Sean McCabe said at seanwest.com is he says, you want to have a day job doing something totally unrelated to art because being creative uses a lot of energy. So if your day job is doing creative stuff, you're using up that energy. So when you get home, there's more chance that you're not going to... You're going to use the energy, basically. So he's, Sean McCable said, have a day job that when you come home, you're still full of energy to create things. 
and that's exactly what he says in this book as well again i'll go into that in a minute but this book i feel like it's it's all about letting go balance and patience and that's that's basically it i've got so many notes from this book i might quickly write down some notes uh, read out these notes so he says <laughs> yeah he says risk being boring yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna have to go through the book so little little tiny book full of amazing stuff and i love that it's so simple like black and white i really like that there's a little bit of red on the inside which actually it kind of is nice because he could have i'm sure he could have made that black but the red kind of works it's the only other color in this book i wonder if that one is all black and white as well i haven't even oh it ripped the front there no madness that's a mad sound isn't it i think that the glue coming off so what i thought i would do this book came out in 2012 and it is it says on the front a new york times bestseller so these little chapters it's called steal like an artist and the chapters are chapter one steal like an artist chapter two don't wait until you know who you are to get started Chapter 3, write the book you want to read. Chapter 4, use your hands. Chapter 5, side projects and hobbies are important. Chapter 6, the secret, do good work and share it with people. Chapter 7, geography is no longer our master. Chapter 8, be nice. And it's got in brackets, the world is a small place. Chapter 9, be boring. It's the only way to get work done. <laughs> and chapter 10, creativity is subtraction. So, like I said, it's very simple. Even sometimes what happens is you'll get a page. It's a full black page with white text, like little quotes. So you've got inspirational quotes throughout this book, which I love inspirational quotes. And then you've got little tiny pictures as well. But like I said, it's all super simple. It, they're almost like the drawings in here are almost like little stick men. <laughs> they're, they're really funny though, and it just works. But I could almost imagine, the thing with this book is, I could almost imagine any one of these pages just being ripped out of here and stuck on Instagram. Because like each page is almost like, it's almost like a mini, yeah, it's like a mini image in each page. Which is quite beautiful, I think. So, chapter one, Steal Like an Artist. He starts out with a little image of himself when he was 19. <laughs> and he says a really nice quote here. He says, it's one of my theories that when people give you advice, they're really just talking to themselves in the past. And I totally agree with that. I just thought it was a really nice little quote. So he's got a little, like a little what they called flow chart and it says this is his method of working is it worth stealing no move on to the next thing and the next thing is is it worth stealing <laughs> so you say is it worth stealing no move on to the next thing is it worth stealing no move on to the next thing is it worth stealing no <laughs> but if you say is it worth stealing yes you come down and it says move on to the next thing <laughs> is it worth stealing yes basically is it worth stealing? No. Move on to the next thing. Is it worth stealing? Yes. Take it with you and move on to the next thing. So he says, how to look at the world like an artist. Every artist gets asked the question, where do you get your ideas? The honest ar artist answers, I steal them. So the first chapter and the whole book really is talking about there are no original ideas and you sort of sometimes, I think, feel guilty for stealing things. But there's a really good quote in here. It's not stealing. <laughs> there's a good quote here from David Bowie. The only art I'll ever study is stuff that I can steal from. So, again, if you go onto my little YouTube and even on my website, in the inspirational section, I'm always studying other artists' work because I've said it so many times. If you look at a, If you look at a painting somebody's done, 
and just look at it for say 20 minutes even if you don't know what you're looking at what will happen is like at some point in the future you will have seen something in that painting even if it's just a line that like they've say they've done a line a different color to the rest of the like say they've done an outline of an arm and they've done the outline in green because it kind of works with the color of the skin or something you might notice that but you don't realize you've noticed it and then a year later you'll be doing a drawing or a painting and you'll suddenly do it you'll suddenly do that and you'll think ah oh, that's just like that painting that i was looking at <laughs> so if you're looking at other artist's work it is going in there and like some even if you don't realize it it is going in there so he's talking about really chapter one is just talking about studying other artists work and with the intention of learning and taking bits from it and it's really just all about how your art is just a collection of like things that you love it's also something that jake parker he talks about he calls it the creative bank account so he talks about like watching films he says even playing video games reading books doing anything that inspires you and filling up your creative bank account so that when you sit down to do drawings you can pull bits out so i do feel like this book is basically saying a lot of being an artist is not even to do with creating art it's about what you're doing when you're not creating art so it says here nothing is ever original <laughs> yeah this book is just amazing I, it's wow it's amazing there's a bit here the general <laughs> the gene genealogy of ideas so he's talking about ideas there's a little image where what he does is he's got well he says what do you see and it's basically two black lines on the page how many lines are there that's what he says so y you would think there's two lines two black lines no there's three lines there's two black lines and there's a white line in the middle hmm yeah which i think is kind of cool it's yeah little little things like that you go ooh, hmm that's cool dun 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 talks about your mum and dad your mum and dad create you but you are not your mum or your dad you are a collection of your mum and your dad so you're original dun 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 dun, dun. <coughs> garbage in garbage out again is it worth stealing no get rid of it yeah climb your own family tree i love this he's talking about when you're when you're studying other artists all of these artists they're going to become like your family so you're going to end up with like a an artist family so for me i reckon Ilya Kovshinov would be in there. Sergio Lopez, Destiny Blue. So what will happen is you'll have a, you'll have a bunch of artists who become like your family. Like I said, you're pulling ideas from all of them. Just like your mum and dad. Your mum and dad create you. So there's there's bits of your mum and there's bits of your dad inside of you. But you're original. He says you're doing that with all these artists that you're studying. There's, there's going to be little bits of everybody, but you'll end up becoming original. Yeah, it's amazing. Huh. I like this as well. I've said so many times on the podcast, I've got tons of books on my bookshelf that I want to get to. And a lot of them are like art books, like full of art. And some of them are how to draw and stuff. But he said a quote here, I thought I love this. He says, collect books, even if you don't plan on reading them right away. Nothing is more important than an unread library. As again, he, he makes you look at things that you thought are. Because I've sometimes spent ages stressing about all these books I haven't read. But he's saying here, it's alright to have an unread library. Because, hmm, this kind of goes into, I had a Reiki healing session yesterday. And she said something about how... Like things come into your life because i was saying when i'm going to my lucid dreaming i'm trying to 
go after a goal and I said if after a week of trying to go after that goal I haven't achieved it or even got anywhere close to it I'll change the goal and go to another one and then a month later I'll try that goal again because it might be that at that point in my life I'm not ready for that goal and this kind of makes me feel like this the reason it's good to have an unread library is because it might not be now might not be the time to read the book but if you've got the book the library there full of all these books when the time is right you'll read it so i thought that was quite cool chapter two don't wait until you know who you are to get started <laughs> i like this as well make things know thyself <laughs> you it, it says here you're ready start making stuff you might be scared to start that's natural there's this very real thing that runs rampant in educated people. It's called imposter syndrome. <laughs> Love this as well. I've highlighted this a little bit. Because so many times I've said... I'm, I'm watching all these artists on videos on YouTube. Really successful artists. And I, it's not just artists, it's everybody. I start to realise nobody knows what they're doing. Because <laughs> that makes me... Again, it inspires me because I think, well... Nobody knows what they're doing, so it's alright for me to not know what I'm doing. And it says here, guess what? None of us do, because he's talking about how... Yeah, ask anybody doing truly creative work and they'll tell you the truth. They don't know where the good stuff comes from. They just show up to do their thing every day. But he's talking about... He talks about how... He's basically talking about imposter syndrome. It's really, And it says here, fake it till you make it. Mm. the stuff here it's going into like some of it's like going into philosophy and stuff it's amazing <laughs> yeah another way fake it till you make it right and then he says there's two ways to read this one prepare <laughs> prepen- pretend to do something you're not <laughs> pre- pre- I can't say that word pretend Pretend to be something you're not until you are. Basically, fake it until you're successful. Until everybody sees you the way you want them to. That kind of goes in with these affirmations. You keep saying it, you become it. The second one is pretend to be making something until you actually make something. Again, it's so simple, but I feel like it's so powerful. And then he says, start copying. Start copying what you love. Copy, copy, copy. At the end of the copy, you will find yourself. That's from Yoji Yamamoto. And I actually had that quote on one of these podcasts before. (laughs) Yeah, I love this. Again, sort of philosophy type thing. It says, the human hand is incapable of making a perfect copy. Which is why it's amazing to copy other artists. Because even if you... Even if you tried your absolute best, there would be something about the the copy you've done which would be different. And basically that that's you. So even if you're trying to copy somebody, you're still going to end up being original. So you can't really actually copy anyone. <laughs> yeah. This, this book is amazing. So many quotes that I love. There's another one here. Salvador Dali says... Those who do who do not want to imitate anybody, <laughs> no, it doesn't it says, those who do not want to imitate anything produce nothing. Amazing. <laughs> what to copy is a little bit trickier. Don't just steal the style. Steal your thinking behind the style. You don't want to look like your heroes. You want to see like your heroes. Wow. Again, he's he's just turned it a little bit so when you're studying the artist study them as if you are them like put yourself inside of them and think why are they putting that line there because then when you start understanding why they're putting that line there in the future you could start doing a very similar line in a completely different situation but you're doing it because you know that the reason for doing it is the same reason so it's like you're again sort of philosophy type thing. You're going, you're looking at them much deeper than just the surface level. It's amazing. Yeah, 
it's got here, he's got like a little sort of um, spreadsheet type thing. It says one side good theft versus bad theft. So good theft, honour. Bad theft, degrade. Good theft, study. Bad bad theft, skim. Good, st- <laughs> good theft, steal from many. Bad theft, steal from one. That's again, pulling all the pieces together. Good theft, credit. Bad theft, plagiarise. Good theft, transform. Bad theft, imitate. Good theft, remix. Bad theft, rip off. So this is just amazing. If it'd be a really good book to read if you were like wanting to learn how to study about artists' work. Really, read the book you want to read. I love this one as well. Basically, yeah, write what you and then he's crossed out the word no, and put the word like. So he's basically talking about how create things that you want. Hmm. Again, this goes into the podcast. What do I want this podcast to be? I want the podcast to be about lucid dreaming and art stuff because that's what I like. Yeah, but you like it's sort of like society says you've got to focus on one thing. So you, you start feeling like, oh, I've got to focus it on art. And mm, but no, you don't <laughs> focus it on what you want it to be. It's talking about it's that's a really interesting chapter that. The next one is use your hands. Step away from the screen. I really need that. Yeah, this is something I'm struggling with at the minute. Is I have been spending too much time on the computer. And, oh, there's something in here. Yeah. <laughs> there's a, something beautiful he said in here. Yeah. We need to move. To feel like we're making something with our bodies, not just our ha- our heads. There was a quote that I thought this is amazing. Yeah, he's, but basically he's, he's talking about how you want to get outside. You want to embrace not doing art, and he's talking about how he seg- he separates his computer work from his creative work. And I've done a similar thing. This side, I've got two desks. One is for my creating stuff. The other is for my like editing videos and stuff, and computer stuff. And it, it's worked for me. And I, I've got like this rule that I will not put anything computer related on here. That's on there for the podcast, just because I thought it was a bit prettier sitting sitting over here <laughs> rather than over there. But yeah, I, I think that's really quite important actually because then when you're sitting here to do drawing it's almost like the environment is saying it's drawing time so it just takes away distractions i suppose chapter five side projects and hobbies are important i love this one as well and basically he's just talking about <laughs> yeah don't throw any of yourself away you cannot you can't connect the dots looking forward you can only connect them looking backwards. Steve Jobs said that. And then, yeah, oh, this was amazing. Don't worry about unity from piece to piece. What unifies all of your work is the fact that you made that you made it. It's just, it's just amazing. Where was it? There was a quote around here somewhere. I thought it was. Yeah, he talks about. It's got like a little image little dots and it says share your dots but don't connect them again it kind of goes in with that chapter this is the thing with this book everything relates to everything so you'll read something in one chapter you'll read something else in a later chapter but that thing that you've read in the later chapter will make the bit you read in the the earlier chapter a a little bit more like have more meaning I suppose because he talks about how hmm, chapter six is the secret do good work and share it with people but that good work doesn't just have to be art this is the thing he talks about well i'm I'm saying (laughs) i'm saying like create photos and share them create your art and share them 
it all comes together in the end. It all comes together in the end. But he does say in here. This is where he talks about. In the beginning, obscurity is good. He says here. He talks about playing a guitar or something. And he says what he does is he he plays his guitar. But it's just for him. So he he doesn't share that with anyone else. It's just for him, just to go let out, let it all out, really. But he says what he says, which I love, is even though when he's playing his guitar, it's just for him. He says when he's creating his art, the fact that he's been playing the guitar comes into his art. So he knows it's really important. And he talks about how a lot of people have said. Uh, this book, I I feel like I want to sit here and just read, read everything because it's it's amazing. <laughs> Chapter seven: Geography is no longer our masters. Build your own world. This one he's talking about enjoying your captivity. So he's talking about how it's good to basically have a bit of solitude out with nature and stuff but he's talking about how like with the internet you can find people online and stuff chapter eight be nice the world is a small town i've got these two little if somebody came up to me and said what is the meaning of life i've got i've got two things which i think is all we've got to do one is be nice and two is to do your best and you can use those two things for anything. No matter what you're doing in life, all you got to do is remember to be nice and to do your best. So if somebody throws abuse at you, all you've got to do is be nice. So don't throw the abuse back and do your best. So you might be inside really wanting to cry and do something horrible, but just do your best to learn from it, really. So no, no matter what is going on in life, be nice and do your best. So he, t- he talks about basically just being nice. Make friends, ignore enemies. <laughs> There's only one rule I know of. You've got to be kind. Kurt Vonnegut. Kurt, Kurt Vonnegut? He said that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm laughing because it's just... It's fun, this book. You will need curiosity, kindness... Stamina, a willingness to look stupid. Yes. And, yeah, this is a really good chapter. Complain about the way other people make software by making software. Yes. In other words, crack on. (laughs) Like I said, he he makes it sound so simple, because it is. Yes. Keep a phrase, a praise file. So if anyone sends you something nice, keep hold of it. I like this chapter. Chapter 9. Be boring. It's the only way to get work done. This is where he, t- he talks about having like a really sort of boring day job. Yeah. So people in his day, he, he talks about like, you're almost like Superman or something. He says in his day job, he's just doing a really boring job. But when he gets home, he becomes who he really is. And it's because he's boring at work, it it balances so that he can do what he wants when he gets home. Whereas if he's at work, like doing this, doing what he wants, again, being creative and stuff. When he gets home, he's, he's going to have already used that energy. So he'd probably then come home and be boring. So he, that would be the wrong way around. So he says, get a day job where you can be boring. But one of the beautiful things about one of my day jobs is I can listen to podcasts. So what I do now is because I like I don't really want to be going to the the day job, <laughs> but I, I look forward to it now because I've spun it. Instead of going our day job, you say I can't wait to go to work tonight to listen to these podcasts. So you almost you sort of end up looking forward to going to the day job because you know you're going to be learning from all these podcasts you're listening to. There's a quote here on page 124, which is going to be this week's inspirational quote. And it's going to be, 
Establishing and keeping a routine can be even more important than having a lot of time. I'm going to pause the video here just because otherwise it might mess up the recording. Yeah, so that little quote, that, re that really hit me because I was actually talking to somebody about this. So I had a day job, like, was it six, five years ago? I quit, I quit a job of 12 years and this job was eight hours a day. I had only three hours a day at home, really, unless I started sacrificing sleep. So I had, I had way less time than what I've got now, but I was producing way more. And it's because back then I had these massive routines and it was just like proper structured. So whereas now, because of these, I shouldn't really blame it. I've, one of the things I said in my automatic writing is I've got to stop making it because I, I keep blaming this day job for a lot of things. But it's almost like he says in here, you know, instead of blaming things, just get on with it. <laughs> and that's something my automatic writing has been telling me. But this one of my day jobs is a night job, which it throws all, it throws everything out of balance, and that is one of the reasons why I've been struggling to get like a solid routine going at the minute. Yeah, but like what it did was I was talking to somebody the other week, and I just realised that routine is way more important than time, and it's basically what he says here: inertia is the death of creativity. This amazing, amazing book. He talks about creating a little calendar thing where you you don't focus on creating loads of stuff. You focus on creating something every day and then you put a little cross and then the only thing you have to do, he, he talks about it, it come from somebody else. Jeremy Seinfeld. He had a calendar method. So what he did was he... Yeah, all you have to do is create a joke, because he's a comedian. All you have to do is create a joke every day. And every day he did it, he put a little cross. And he talks about it here. Your goal, it all, your goal becomes every day you create something. So even if you've only got 10 minutes, you can still do a little sketch. And that would be a cross. So, like I said, this book is talking about so many things. It's such a little book, it's talking about so many things... I can tell that he's put this book together. He must have spent ages, like, sort of distilling what he wanted to say into little bite-sized things. Because it's just so much wisdom in this book. It's in, he's, he's just condensed it into little sentences, which, again, is why I feel like each page could become an Instagram image. <laughs> it's cool. Keep a log book. I do that every night. I write down, because one of my things is improving my social skills. Every night I, before I go to bed, I say, what was the social situation where I was worrying or that didn't go so well? So if I had a negative thought in my head in the social situation, I write it down, but I'm not judging myself. I said, like for instance, I might say, I felt uncomfortable around these two people when they were talking. I then say, why is that? I try to work out why, but at the end of the day, the main thing I'm really doing is listing positive things. But I, I also want to say some of the negative things because I think you can learn from it. It goes into, yeah, it kind of goes into Robert Wagner, go towards the energy. Because it might be that that negative experience is where the energy is. And if you go towards it, you can, you're going to learn the most out of that. But it's really hard because you don't want to look at a negative experience and turn it into more negative. So as long as you look at it as if you are an observer, again, like in a lucid dream, you're observing yourself in the dream sometimes. You, you almost have to look at yourself as an observer and try to work out why you're doing something that's not so positive. And that's like basically how you can learn from it. But it's just... It's just a little log book. I just use a cheap little diary from the pound shop and I scribble on it. And he says here, he talks about the importance of it. Yes. 
Wow, it's, it's amazing. Does it look quite I wanted to find? A logbook isn't necessarily a diary or a journal. It's just a little book in which you list the things you do every day. What project you work on, where you want to launch, what movie you saw. Yeah, It's much easier than keeping a detail, detailed diary. And you'd be amazed at how helpful having a daily record like this can be, especially over several years. Definitely, because I've been doing it for three or four years now and well a few months ago I actually started going through my old ones and it's amazing you'll go through it and you'll see something and like for instance you might see it might say in a social situation you might say I struggled talking to somebody and now you look at it and you think wow like these years later it's super simple for me to talk to that person so what it does is you're you're seeing progress at the time that felt really scary and now you know it's not so what happens is you then come back to your current logbook you'll look at something that you're struggling with and you'll think wow in a year's time I'll be able to look back and I won't be struggling with that anymore but the only way to sort of stop struggling with something is to understand why you're struggling with it and this is why I love writing because when you're writing you just you find so much stuff about yourself from writing and like a logbook what he calls a logbook I've always called it a little journal thing it, that is probably the easiest way to do it and there's no pressure mine is the messiest thing ever like scribbles that's one of the reasons why I stopped using the passion planner because that passion planner is super beautiful but I found that I couldn't actually use it <laughs> Because it was like, the way I like to do my to-do list and stuff is super scribbly and messy. So, like, there's this passion planner. I was trying so hard to make it beautiful that it ended up, it almost like become, I was spending an hour filling out this passion planner and I thought, no, I don't like this. I'd rather spend five minutes scribbling. Because it's not, it, I didn't want the passion planner to become a to-do list item which is, that's not, that's not good. That's quite funny though, because what it made me realise was the system I already had, which was this scribbling out all the highs and lows from each day at the end of each day and writing notebook, writing to-do lists on scraps of paper, I realised, you know what, that's good enough. <laughs> it's actually better for me than having a passion planner. But I'm glad I had the passion planner because I learnt, I learnt from it. So the next, the final chapter, chapter 10, is creativity is (laughs) subtraction. Choose what to leave out. In this age of information abundance and overload, those who get ahead will be the folks who figure out what to leave out so they can concentrate on what's really important to them. Nothing is more more paralysing than the idea of limitless possibilities. The idea that you can do nothing is absolutely terrifying. Talks about basically simplifying stuff ah this was really cool he gives little examples of what he's talking about one of them is dr seuss and what he's he talks about how dr seuss was writing a book his editor as like a little joke said to him i bet you can't write a book with only 50 different words so dr seuss ended up writing a book only using 50 words he limited himself and it ended up becoming one of the best-selling children's books, Green Eggs and Ham. So he's, he's like talking about how having limits is actually... It's weird, because you think, you think if you limit yourself, you think you're going to be <laughs> limiting yourself. But when you start limiting yourself, somehow it's the opposite. It's like a paradox. Yeah, by, by limiting yourself, you end up being free. It's weird. <laughs> That's basically it. And then it, right at the very end, what now? He's got like a little checklist thing. It says, take a walk. Something I love about this book is he's really embracing balance in life. He, yeah, so, like it's not it's not one of these books where it's saying, you know, focus on your art and let everything else go to. <laughs> like 
mess up everything else. Basically, you need everything in your life to get better art. Again, it's another paradox. You think, if I spend all my life, if I spend every hour of every day focused on art, you think you would create more art, but you wouldn't. You actually create more art by doing less art. Huh, funny. So the little to-do list things is take a walk, start your swipe file, which is basically where you, if you see something while you're out and about, say you see a beautiful tree, take a photo of it, sketch it. If you hear a conversation, you think that's, say somebody's talking and you think that's quite funny what they said, write it down. Basically, swipe stuff from life. This is why he's talking about getting outside and stuff. Mm. Because, like, you're going to find... It's almost like Jake Parker's created bank account again. Watch a film, swipe something from it. So even when you're not creating art, you're still... Yeah, like a, you're like a tree. You're almost like a tree growing. Yeah, everything you're doing is like branches of a tree. That's cool, isn't it? Hmm. So one of the branches might be watching a film... Another branch could be sitting in nature, but then the trunk is, like, who you are. Yeah, that's amazing. We are trees growing. (laughs) Next one, go to the library. Buy a notebook and use it. Get yourself a calendar. Start your logbook. Give a copy of this book away. (laughs) You want one? Send me a message and you can have one. You can have that one because I've ripped it. <laughs> no. Actually, do you know what? Yes. Send me a message and you can have a book. The first one. <laughs> Only the first one. Start a blog and take a nap. I like that. The importance of sleeping. It's even got like a page recommended reading, which I think is really nice. And then, yeah, it says here, some advice can be advice. Feel free to take what you use and leave the rest. There are no rules. And then it says, tell me what you think or say hello at austincleon.com, K-L-E-O-N. And then at the back, he's got loads of little, tiny little images of things that he left out, which he calls deleted scenes. That's basically it. So, shall I rip the back page as well, just to make it the same? <laughs> no. That's basically it. Steal Like an Artist by Austin Cleon. Like I said, first person who leaves a message in the comments saying they want this book, I'll get you a copy of this book. And then anyone who leaves a message about graphite issue number 10... Anybody who leaves a message in the comments or sends me an email, I'll pull out the the name on next week's episode. And that is basically it, I think. Little Dennis. Bing! Wow, 15 minutes that one went on for. Which is amazing. Such a little book, and there's so much to say. And I feel like I didn't say anything, because I was looking at these pages thinking... Sometimes I kept talk. I stopped talking because I was thinking I really wanted to talk about this, but I thought I can't talk about that as well. <laughs> like I said, I just want to talk about this book so much, and I think the the best thing I can say about this book is just get it. If you're an art, even if you're not an artist, really, I would say get that book because no matter what you're doing, I think he even said that in the book. He started writing this book for artists and he realised that the rules apply to everybody. So it doesn't matter what you're doing, you're going to learn something from this book, I think. And hopefully, the other one, show your work, 10 ways to share your creativity and get discovered. Hopefully this one will be just as good. Maybe I'll try and read that for next week's episode. Because it's probably... I've just flipped through it, and yes, it is set out exactly the same. So everything's black and white. I love that. Hmm. That's basically it, really. I hope you enjoyed that. 
episode 75. 75. So, it seems as you made it to the end, I'm going to say something. <laughs> I've created some little bookmarks which I think are quite nice. Use little Sophie. Very simple. This one's just a like a test one. But I'm going to create a load of these, I think. Different coloured ones with little inspirational quotes on them. <laughs> so a little bit of a disaster that the camera ran out of space. And I didn't realise, so the ending of the podcast didn't get recorded. So I'm just going to come back now and quickly re-record the ending. And all that's left really to say is that, well, this is an amazing book. Because I thought I would only be talking for like 20 minutes or something. And I just didn't realise how long I was talking for. That's why I ran out of space. But you can find show notes and everything at sophielawson.com. You can find the videos at youtube.com slash sophielawson. And that's basically it. This week's inspirational quote goes to the author of this book, Austin Cleon, and it is, Establishing and keeping a routine can be even more important than having a lot of time. Austin Cleon. That be one of them their beautiful books. I reckon this would be one of my all-time favourite art books, to be honest. Beautiful. That's a podcast, episode 75.